Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for July 2nd, 2020. It's the birthday of another one of my favorite tennis players, Rene Lacoste. Born on this day in 1904, Paris. Lacoste was one of the four musketeers with Jean Borotra, Jacques Brugnon, and Henri Cochet, French tennis stars who dominated the game in the late 1920s and early 30s. He won seven Grand Slam singles titles at the French, American, and British championships and was the preeminent baseline player and tactician of the pre-war period. As a member of the French team, Lacoste won the Davis Cup in 1927 and 1928, and he was the world number one player for both 1926 and 1927. Unflappable on the court, where he was always impeccably prepared, Lacoste's legacy was once again evident in the style and demeanor of my all-time favorite, Bjorn Borg, some 50 years later. Like Lacoste, Borg carried a battery of rackets strung for every weather occasion, and he was the first true baseline player to capture Wimbledon since Lacoste last performed that feat in 1928. After leaving competition, Lacoste turned his attention to a variety of business projects, and in 1933, Lacoste founded La Société Chemise Lacoste. The company produced the tennis shirt, also known as the polo shirt, which he invented as an alternative to the traditional long-sleeve Oxford. Lacoste's tennis shirt, which had a crocodile, often thought to be an alligator, embroidered on the chest would become standard tennis garb, and variations on his design from one brand or another would become ubiquitous in just about every corner of the world as a fashion staple. In a 1973 interview with the Associated Press, Lacoste was at a loss to explain the popularity of the crocodile emblem. There are kinds of things that just don't have any good explanation, he said. I suppose you could say that if it had been a really nice animal, something sympathetic, then maybe nothing would have happened. Suppose I picked a rooster. Well, that's French, but it doesn't have the same impact. Lacoste never stopped searching for the formula for the perfect tennis racket either. And in 1961, Lacoste created an innovation in racket technology by unveiling and patenting the first tubular steel tennis racket. At that time, wood rackets were the norm. The new version's strings were attached to the frame by a series of wires, which wrapped around the racket head. The steel tube racket was stiffer and imparted a much greater force to the ball during a stroke. It was marketed in Europe under the Lacoste brand, but in the United States it was marketed by Wilson Sporting Goods, achieving great critical acclaim and huge popularity as the Wilson T2000, used by American tennis greats Billie Jean King, Jimmy Connors, and me for a brief period. As a matter of fact, I still have mine in the garage. But most of all, Lacoste's legacy for me is all about the eternally fashionable polo shirt. Before Lacoste's 1933 mass marketing of his tennis shirt, polo players wore thick long-sleeved shirts made of cotton Oxford cloth. This shirt was the first to have a button-down collar, which polo players invented in the late 19th century to keep their collars from flapping in the wind. In 
Incidentally, Brooks Brothers' early president, John Brooks, noticed this while at a polo match in England and began producing such a shirt in 1896, a shirt they still produce to this day. Still, like early tennis clothing, those clothes presented a discomfort on the field, and when polo players became aware of Lacoste's invention in the 1930s, they readily adopted it for use in polo. The term polo shirt soon became a universal moniker for the tennis shirt, and by the 1950s the term was in common usage in the U.S. to describe the shirt most commonly thought of as part of formal tennis attire. Indeed, tennis players most often refer to their own shirts as a polo shirt, notwithstanding the fact that they had made use of the shirts long before polo players ever did. During his career, Lacoste had earned the nickname the Crocodile for his cool and calculated play in dealing with his opponents. Then, why do most of us think of the Lacoste logo as an alligator? Well, when the beloved Lacoste died in 1996 at the age of 92, French advertising agency Publici, who had been managing his company's accounts for many decades, published a full-page print ad with the Lacoste logo. Above it read the English words, See you later, reinforcing the idea that the animal was perhaps an alligator all along. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. And if you'd like to hear more of Dan Newton's charming cafe music, head over to CafeAccordion.com. And when you do, tell him I said hi.